0: So today started off with the best of intentions. I promise you that. The best of intentions. Now yesterday I I saw my fasciologist on Tuesday and I'm supposed to rest the next day and things like that and I was trying to and then a situation called for me not being able to rest and I needed to be called to action and take care of business. And so I went ahead and took care of a family situation. And then my son and I were at home and I thought, I'm going to show him about cleaning the tub. I said, son, let me show you this. I said, see this right here? This soap scum. (laughs) Let me show you about this soap scum. And I tried like crazy to scrub. And then he's like, mom, let me do it. And you know, I'm a control freak, but I was like, here you go, and I was trying to, you know, let him do it, and uh of course, I had to step back in and try to do it, and you know, that little bit of rubbing the tub <laughs> took me down, <laughs> and I was shocked. I was like, gummit, and it's like I said to you, I said, you know, I'm going to, you know, get rid of these fascial adhesions, but there's still going to be something underlying, you know, affecting me with this illness. And, you know, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to adapt. So this morning I got up and I wanted to do all those things, you know, do the sauna, do this, do that. I don't know about y'all, but when my body stops, my right eye just completely clamps down. I can hardly walk. And my husband just looked at me and said, after I had just woken up from a, a long winter's nap, <clears throat> with Ma in her kerchief and I in my cap, was the night before Christmas. Maybe we'll do that. I can recite it to you uh, at Christmas. We can celebrate this year together. So my husband said, it looks like you haven't slept and you need to go back to sleep. I said, Sally, I guess so. So my husband didn't have to leave for work till later in the day. Uh, so it was like about 10 o'clock. He was leaving. He had been up since his regular, like 5am. And as he's kissing me goodbye, while I'm in the bed, I'm thinking to myself, what husband wants this for a wife? I'm in bed. He's like, you need your rest. I said, but no, that's not good enough. I can fight this. This, this sucks. (laughs) Don't like it. And I felt a little defeated. But I'm trying that new thing, you know, where you don't allow yourself to be defeated. Isn't that bad? (laughs) We've got to sit there and think, okay, we've got this to do in life, this to do in life. By the way, we've got to chase down this illness that affects us. And, you know, try to figure out how to be a success at doing something. Because... You know, I just I underestimated the power of congestion. I underestimated how badly adhesed fascia can take your body down. And I I I bring all this up because my husband was like, I know you love the podcast, and he says, and I want you to to make it successful. And he said, but you know, you're helping other people. Other people are making money. You're not. And I said, well, it's not from a lack of trying. And and in radio, you're not supposed to talk about the competition. But I don't consider these individuals competition because what am I competing for? They're making money. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, and, I, you know, I've been concerned like when other people, you know, there's other podcasts out there. There's YouTube channels. There's all these things. There's all this out there why does anybody come back to me? And I am so grateful that you do so grateful that I have somebody coming back every day. And that means the world to me because, you know, I don't know what, what does May 6th, what is May 6th? Why is that the, the date for everybody? They're like, Oh, I'm starting a podcast May 6th. Oh, I'm starting a podcast May 6th to go with my YouTube channel. And I'm just going, okay. I mean, My fasciologist, you know, is going to start a podcast, which I told you I feel is kind of insulting because, you know, that's what I did for a living. Why don't you come on my podcast? What is it you're going to share? You know, come share on, on, on my podcast. And, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I've, I've done the fascia blasting on myself you know, that to me is like me going right next door to her brick and mortar and opening up my own business saying, I'm going to help you with your fascia. I wouldn't do that. So I'm like, why, (laughs) why do that? And then I'm like, why was, why would anybody come back and listen to me? And because what do I have to offer? And this other person is a friend of mine. She, she had somebody set her up some little corner, something for videoing, and they've got a YouTube channel and She's sharing her life and I think going to put out her memoir or something. And that's going to be a podcast and a YouTube channel. And I'm, I'm, I've read her story and like, I see things, you know, but then everything's tied to a supplement, you know, like, here's my story. I couldn't walk. I couldn't this. And, you know, and by the way, this supplement, so she's got an angle, she's got something to sell. And, and she's offering something. Now I've told you about fascia and, and working on your fascia. And yes, I'm now an affiliate of Ashley Black's and I can sell the tool. I don't know if Axel Bolin, you know, if I can't do much for that, that's an $8,000 tool and you have to be a physical therapist to, to get one. But, um, you know, he's so busy. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, you, I can uh, attach you to, You to know, help you get to him if you want to get the tool, but, I'm inviting you to to share with me, and I, I like to learn from you. Like, I hope maybe you can learn something from me, but I really don't have much to offer. You know, I don't have a supplement to tell you this is the end-all, be-all. To be honest with you, I've tried supplements. It costs me a lot of money, and I'm just tired of spending money. I, I, I just don't think... I feel like this illness is sure willpower a lot of times, you know? I don't think that there is a supplement that's going to make it any better. I don't think just releasing the fascial adhesions is going to make it any better. It's helped with my pain tremendously. And like right now, I can feel one that's a residual that's on my left side that I truly believe is causing my left hip pain. It's underneath my left arm and it's causing me pain in my left hip and it's making me feel like I'm spasming in my stomach. And I bring all this up because my husband's like, Well, you talk about fascia. You talk about fascia a lot. And well, maybe you should do this. I'm like, Well, that's what I started doing, was talking to everybody about my fascia. I said, But I found that sometimes it's nice just to share about life because other people, when I say I'm collapsing to y'all, you know what I mean. When I say that to anybody but my friend Jennifer, because she's really, you know, looked into my illness, and she's part of the group, so she can learn, and things like that, but none of my other friends, and you know, I've got, a, have got that little triangle, but people that, you know, I do associate with, they don't understand when I talk about collapsing, so it's nice to have somebody that understands, but my end result isn't, this is the fix-all, end-all, be-all, it's not going to work, you know, on on my end i'm not selling you anything that that's going to work (laughs) i don't i don't think there is that magic pill and there might be supplements and stuff that make things better but just on my end so far it it has not been a successful journey i find that life kind of tends to affect you and the stressors of life seem to make it worse i'm you know, I'm trying real hard to to figure out this illness. And and like I said, I, I just, I, I, I know it's in my posture. I know that. And I know that when my neck starts pulling forward, I'm realizing like when I start feeling a little bit of pain, all these things I couldn't really feel before because of all the adhesions. I'm realizing that, okay, getting out of proper posture, I I know that's affected me, but I'm not collapsing anymore. I just, I feel my body not holding position. And I find that there's no supplement I can take to take away the stressors in my life, things that bother me, um, you know, the negativity that you put upon yourself because you can't get up and get out of bed. And I was joking with my son. I told him, I said, yeah, it's 3.30 in the afternoon. I'm up. I'm ready to go. My day is ready to get started. And everybody else is ending theirs. (laughs) I just can't seem to get on the, the same channel. And I'm trying. But then you have to fight that negativity. And then there's, you know all the people in the world that are doing what I do, but maybe doing it just a little bit better and they're making an income off of it and they're able to succeed. And you know, it's, am I envious of those people? Heck yeah. I wish I had the answers. I wish I could sit in front of you with my workout garb on and tell you that I took four supplements this morning. My brain fog's gone. I just feel so Marvy. Ah, my hair's growing. Everything just feels so good because I just. Ah, the supplements and the stretching and the workout. Oh, me. No, I can't tell you that because, in all reality, it sucks. Some days are better than the other, and right now, I'm telling you what. I have nettie potted my way to. I almost drowned last night. I've never in my life. I, I, <laughs> I never, I think about it, never in my life. Sitting there, when you're told not to breathe through your nose, what do you want to do? Breathe through your nose. So I'm like, okay, I can fight this. I can fight this. I'm not going to breathe through my nose. And then you got water in your throat. And then you're thinking, oh gosh, every hole is filled up. And I, I, I'll get through this, you know. So far, it's Nettie Pot 1, Christie 0. And I think a lot has to do with that movie. What was that movie? Was it The Abyss with Ed it was Ed Harrison and was it Andy McDowell? I'm not sure. But they were ex-lovers or ex-husband and wife or whatever. And he was like this incredible swimmer, deep-sea navigator. And she was some... I don't know, professor or something. And they were in the water trying to, I don't know, watch this little molecule thing that was cute. I don't remember. But all I remember from that movie was she had to drown and die so he could swim back to the other pod of the submarine or whatever to give her, you know, to then resuscitate her and give her back breath. But she knew, okay, okay, I've got so many seconds after I drown and you can swim from here to there and make it. I can't make it. We'll both die. So I will do this. So I, oh, just even thinking about that movie, it makes me think, oh, my lands. I've got to hold, hold my breath and make it through. So I had this fear of, I guess, drowning and a lot has to do with that movie and so it's just not something I handle well. So of course, you read the instructions, don't breathe through your nose. So the first thing I want to do is, you know, inhale water. But I tried the nitty pot. And I just I the I just I don't know. I'm I'm still out there and oh good girl. That was Emma, just dumped down off the bed in case you heard that. But I'm just back to the Why does anybody come back and and listen to me? Am I helping anyone? And I will tell you, I did hear from, from a lovely lady that told me that because she was introduced to me through the land of the internet or whatever, that she was able to go see someone to work on her fascia and it's helped her scoliosis. It's helped her neck pain, her boyfriend's frozen shoulder. And then her brother is now getting help with his scoliosis all because she met me. And that just warms the cockles of my heart <laughs> that uh, does and, and I'm not being, you know, I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I mean, I'm honest. It's I'm sincerely grateful that she thinks meeting me has helped her. I, I'm, I'm truly grateful but i i just question every day you know what what do i have to offer do 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 you relate to me do you understand do you understand how i'm feeling and back to the nitty pot as i am trying to get the congestion and i guess everything out of my body i realized that I am trying to chase out years of congestion. And I'll tell you what, I've been having fun playing with my nose. (laughs) I'm like, it's so cute. It's so pretty. It's my little bitty nose. And I can say that because I didn't make it. It was created after my son broke my nose. So I'm allowed to be happy about my nose. And I'm like touching it. And I'm like, it moves. And I'm like, wow, it's so tiny. And it's, you know, because that's like the first thing everybody sees, right? When they, when they see you, everybody's like, oh no, the first thing I see when I look at someone is their eyes. First thing I do is look at their teeth, make sure they've got teeth because if they don't have all their teeth, I question dating you, you know? So that's just for me. I'm just fancied on the teeth, but I'm touching my nose going, oh, wow, it's flexible. It moves. Your nose is supposed to move. My nose was glued to my face because of my fascia, just like my tattoo was glued to my ankle because of the fascial adhesion. And right now, I've got a bear of a pain on my left side, and it's that adhesion that I know is pulling me up. And I'm trying real hard. but, but I can feel it. And it's aggravating. And I am learning that I just can't release the adhesions and then just go on about my day. I have to give myself a chance to recover. I have to take charge and accept that there's not I just can't do everything. It's like I sent Mary Jane an email saying, you know, the doctors have told me I'm not going to be able to, you know, do so many things every day. You know, before they told me, you know, I couldn't walk and talk and, you know, I had to live like that and I chose a different path. And now they're telling me that I have to accept that I'm not going to be able to make it, you know, during the, you know, do something every day. I'm going to have to pay for it the next day because I'm going to be exhausted, and and this, that, and the other. And I'm trying. I'm trying to fight that and come up with a way. And if I can find it, I will share it. But I know it's a group of things together that I need. And one of those is to neti pot my way to health. (laughs) And it's to get this stuff out of my body. But I did not realize, and I'm sure... There are those of you out there that went for years without a diagnosis, that your body went through, I mean, just went through hell and back, right, trying to find a diagnosis. Now you've got a diagnosis, and like you're happy, but then where's the fix-all? You know, where's the something that's going to help you and make you better, And since there is no really handbook and I'm not, you know, on the supplement train, um, you know, I, I do the collagen. I do the vital proteins. And, I mean, that's the most economical. It's, you know, less than $27 and it can last for over 30 days, especially when you don't do it every day. I'm trying to. But I'm doing that in the Miralax and a daily vitamin that you can just pick up just about anywhere. And I'm realizing that I need to, you know, separate myself from negativity and be honest with myself. So I did. I sent Mary Jane a thing saying I I do want to be a part of learning muscle activation, but I need help. I need to know why I'm not collapsing anymore, but my body, you know, I need, I need tips on how to stay in proper posture I I need tips. I said, it's not like my body's not strong enough. It's just, it doesn't want to do it. It doesn't want to stay in proper position. And I'm trying to figure out, is that because I had all of these fascial adhesions and my body got used to being a certain way? And so my body is wanting to go back into improper position? I don't know. But I felt like, The world was lifted off my shoulders when I was honest with her, just telling her, I can't, you know, you're like 17 years older than me. So what? She's 53 plus, I said, what? She's 60, 70 years old or whatever. I'm like, I'm embarrassed to admit it. I can't get up and go like you do. And you're 17 years older than me. That's a hard thing to admit, but I was able to admit it. And I'm trying to not punish myself every day because i see how this illness affects my son and it's all i can do to to not go down that rabbit hole because i didn't know i had this illness right and i didn't mean to pass it on to him but i'm going to do everything in my power to help him, you know, get through this, and that is something that I've got to look at as a positive thing, not a negative thing, I've got to look at it like, I need to help my son, and understand what he's going through, and know that me finding out later in life is okay, it's a good thing, because I'm going to help him, and help him navigate through this and you know trying to take the stressors out of my life is one thing but the stressors in a 15 year old oh my gosh I what the children go through nowadays is just wow there's a part of me that's like it's so grateful to have all this technology and all this stuff I'm take turning my heating pad off because I'm getting a little hot (laughs) a little hot and bothered but um you know i think to myself that's one thing i've got a battle every day i gave this to my son but i'm not going to dwell on it it's not going to be negative i'm not going to be able to accomplish everything i want to every day and some days it's going to be harder than others and i'm going to realize that my body needs to recover from these adhesion releases and then my body's also going to be going through changes, and, you know, I've got to just allow my body, I guess, to accept those changes, and, you know, one thing, you know, I'll just go ahead, because I've been sitting here teetering around it, Uh, one thing that's bothering me is something about my mother, and, you know, I told you. You know, I sent her a message saying, you know, we'd like to meet you and, you know, my son to meet you. And I didn't mean to uh, insult your husband, but you know, I look forward to hearing from you. And I didn't hear back from her. A week later, she sends back a, a message going, I guess you're you're not wanting to talk to me anymore. I'm like, no, I sent you that text message. I've been waiting for you to respond. And she said she didn't get it. And then she said, oh, yes, I did get it. But I misunderstood it. Life, you know. And so she sends me uh, another text message. And it's, you know, the fact that, you know, her husband rightly so was hurt. And she doesn't want to hurt him. He's been with her all these years. But he's willing to allow her to come here alone. And this, that, and the other. And then in that message, she put, does... Wyland know that you're the reason I haven't been there that I've suffered 15 years of tears and this that and the other I'm like oh man she's not gonna let go and I said you know and at one point it's through the rest of the message and then she's like you know I'll be more than happy to meet Wayland. and by the way it's Wyland mom W-Y-L-A-N-D but It just cut me when I read that. I was like, oh, we're not gonna let this go. I just thought maybe we could move on because I know exactly why my mother is not a part of my life. And that text message reminded me of why she's not in my life. And I felt the need to protect my son and that's what i did and i stand i stand by it and uh my son sent her a text message in response and he used some nasty little words an f this and an f that you know and her response was she didn't appreciate him using the curse words but she was willing to meet him and i just thought wow. She didn't even get the meaning of the message. She just focused on the curse. It's like when I was arrested. Yes. I, this was many years ago when I had, I mean, the things that we do for love what was that 10 CC, the things we do for love, the things we do for love, like walking in the rain and the snow and there's nowhere to go away. So anyway, I remember I had a thor-like boyfriend but that was just in (laughs) in physicality only trust me that was it physically wow but was he the right guy for me hell no i've told wyland you're lucky i got pregnant from the person that i got pregnant by because it wouldn't have been good if I had mated with others up <laughs> before my husband. But I wasn't with the best crowd. I was, you know, out doing my own thing. And uh, something happened, and I end up getting arrested. And when they call my mother, my friends uh, call my mother... Her response was, and I don't remember which one it was, but back then, you know, you call collect. It's very expensive. And her response was, if you are to call me again, I use AT&T, not Sprint or whatever, because that was going to mess up her, <laughs> her phone bill or something. It didn't matter I was in jail and I needed to be bailed out or anything like that. It was, oh, my gosh. You called, and I don't use that phone company. (laughs) So that text messaging back and forth with my son and her, that reminded me of that incident now that I think about it. So I'm a little bummed because I really, I saw a future coming with my mother again. I saw this, and it was a misunderstanding via text messaging That's put a damper in it. And then the fact that her husband, you know, she's worried about his feelings being hurt and this, that, and the other. Things just aren't progressing well. But I think, you know, my son, she's changed it. She said she was willing to meet him on the 18th, but now she's requested to move it to the 23rd. And I've asked my, did you hear that? I went, it was like I was trying to get the words out and they weren't coming out fast enough. And I'm finding I'm leaning forward. Oh my goodness. I am the kinesthesia. My body is pulling forward. Oh my goodness, which is affecting how I'm feeling. Okay, so yeah, daggone right. We got to figure out this posture thing, don't we? Got to figure out this posture thing. Wow, this gets to me. But my son, who lives in the land of Wyland, I've never seen anybody so calm and more relaxed, when they're running late, I've never seen anybody more matter-of-fact than my child, and I said, son, I need to know if you're willing, you know, is that good? Do you want to meet my mother, you know, on the 23rd? He's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know that day (laughs) when he's hemming and hawing. He's like, yeah, I think it'd be good for me to meet her. I'm like, well, I need to know, you know, if with everything else that's going on, is this, is this a good time for you? Is this, you know, going to work? And, you know, eh, okay. And I'm just going, I, I've got to know. Because <laughs> I've got to respond to my mother. And I, I need to mentally prepare. And, you know, Lylan's like, eh. And so I'm trying to teach him couthness. Or couthfulness, I guess, or you know politeness. He's a very good kid, but I'm just trying to tell him, you know, not everybody works on Wyland time. You know, we we need to be respectful. So that's a stressor, and that affects me, and it's beyond my control. And you add that to this illness, and then, like I said, I just realized that I'm leaning forward, my neck is going. So now I'm pulling my head forward and. Trying to get my body acclimated. By the way, I wish you could see my nose. I love it. Ah! I'm like, ah! <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it pushes. It's tiny. I just didn't realize. I am learning. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started on, like, orgasms. And how my body feels differently. I'll be honest with you. As far as sexually speaking. I... I'm still not 100% back in the saddle again. And it's not because I don't want to be. It's, I think, because my body is is fighting the, okay, it'll be okay. Don't worry. Your pelvis isn't going to pop out. This is going to be good. But in order to have a really good orgasm, you have to relax. It has, you have to be able, I mean you have to be able to clear your mind and it's really hard to clear your mind when you've got all this going through your head, right? And then just, you know, so I am trying to get used to my new body and I can't wait until I do because I know my husband because, uh, there, I mean, the the first thing that brought us together, I mean, it was nice that we had things in common and we enjoyed each other's conversation. But I'll tell you what, you know, that first night we were together <laughs> made us want to come back for seconds for a reason. So there is a chemistry there with him that I want so badly to have back. And it gets interrupted with taking over life as a mother and then, you know, battling do I fit in anymore because, you know, I can't go out and work and all of these other things and life interrupts and that can affect relationships and things like that and I can't wait until I am as accepting of my body as my husband is with my newfound I guess of my bot my body. I mean I don't need to go around and feel everything on me. That <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. It's just I have to accept that even though I don't feel a hundred percent I'm still good to go and that I need to enjoy what pleasures I can at the moment. And so right now, touching my nose and feeling it and going, oh, wow, it's the nose that I've always wanted that I wasn't going to have until my son conveniently, it was honestly by mistake, broke my nose, and then I got to get a new one. I mean, I feel like a little kid sitting here touching my nose and playing with it. I need to be like that with the rest of my body. Maybe allow him to touch it and play with it, but you know. So I am trying to get used to the fact that my body needs to recover and I need to be in control of the stressors that I can be. And I need to take charge and accept that not every day is going to be a humdinger. I think I said that yesterday. And the fact that you come back each and every day, It's not, you know, because I have a supplement that's going to do everything. It's not because I have the exercises that are going to fix you. I come to you broken. (laughs) I come to you broken, mistakes and all, with the hope of healing with you. This illness, you know... It doesn't come with a handbook. We have to do whatever methodology we have to in order to survive. And so when there are people, you know, like I'm dealing with the situation with my mother and then just battling myself, I mean, I have to choose what's better for me and my family. And I know there are several of you out there that, you know, You're out there trying to get your family just to understand and accept that you have this invisible illness. I mean, how many friends and family members have you lost because of this illness? And not only do you need to rebuild and regain strength for yourself so you can get up and live somewhat of a normal day, you have to hope that those people you surround yourself with understand it as well. And if they bring negativity in your life, then you don't need them. But it's very hard to disconnect. It's very hard to accept that it's okay to kind of move on. So I know I've been, you know, all over the place today. But that's kind of, that's me. That's my head. That's where I'm at. You know, there are so many things that I want to accomplish that I can't accomplish. There are so many things that are within my reach that I will get to. But I'm not real bummed that I had to stay in bed for the most of today. I'm bummed because my husband's working his rear end off and, you know, I'm trying to make a difference but I have to accept that I might have to do it from the bed. My son needs guidance, needs me to make sure that he's headed down the right path, and I need to be able to focus on my son, and I need to be able to neti pot this congestion stuff out of me. I need to be allowed to let my body heal. And that's a lot to take in, you know. And then, Lord knows, I want the best orgasm I could possibly have. I mean, I can't wait. I mean, that'll be a golly whopper of an experience for me and my husband. I hope he's there. (laughs) You know, I was just thinking, now that we're thinking, you know, back on the netty pot... I got hooked. Sometimes I can get hooked on reality shows. I got into Dog the Bounty Hunter, and then Beth died, and that kind of crushed me. And she wasn't really my favorite, but something about her, I was like, ah, you know, she accomplished a lot, you know, more than what people had given her credit for. And then I got hooked on the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Love Kelly Flynn guys. Love her and Judy Trammell. And really enjoyed that. And then I was watching this one, what was it, the 90 Day Fiance or something, and the one with 90 Day Fiance the other way, and I don't remember the dude's name, but it was Jenny, and she was like 60, 60 some years old, and was catfished by this guy in India that, you know, said he looked like I don't know, Lorenzo Llamas. He was this gorgeous, incredible guy. But he ended up being like a 30-some-year-old telemarketer who ended up secretly being already married. And so Jenny goes over there to live with him. And finally, his parents, you know, want to meet Jenny. And they come and stay with with, uh, Jenny and... I don't remember his name. Indian dude. And her mother, his mother, is out there with Jenny... And they're doing their morning rituals, which is, you know, some kind of yoga, meditation and stuff like that. And then they stick this thing up their noses and it comes out the other side. I mean, it's a, it's a thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's not liquid. It's a string. I mean, it's not a soft, it's a string. I don't really know, but it's a hard one. And I don't really know what the purpose was, but they stick it up in, and then it comes out the other side and then they kind of you know jig jog it you know back and forth up their nose or whatever and to cleanse themselves or something so (laughs) i'm trying to i have no idea what it was what the purpose was but there was a rational reason you know in their culture why they did that so that's why i'm thinking you know this neti pot will be a good thing once i figure it out but i will leave you on this note because as i said i have kind of been all over the place which is welcome to my brain there was a show that had that there was a guy and there was like four people that was in his head one of them was the voice of lisa simpson and another woman like his conscience and so everything he would do like if he saw a pretty woman the little things in his head that with television screen would go to those people and and they would be like pushing buttons saying oh he's going to fill this he's going to that so yes so this is like you're in my head I'm so sorry I've been all over the place but I will leave you with this thought because I don't want you to be down and depressed I want you to know that you can get up and do it dadgummit and we're going to get up and do it together but when you are seeking out that perfect orgasm And you're wanting to get sexual and excited and in the mood. Don't do it after you've neti-potted. Because yesterday, you know, was my first neti-pot experience. And I was feeling, you know, pretty good and sexy, kind of. As sexy as I can be. So I leaned over to be intimate with my husband. And all of a sudden, all this water started pouring out. (laughs) I had neti potted hours earlier. I have no idea. Is that water on the brain? I have absolutely no idea. But that is where I'll leave you today. Is that I kind of ruined the mood when my leftover neti pot water in my head interrupted our sexual dalliance is that the proper terminology i do not know thank you so much for sharing your time with me today i look forward to your messages i look forward to hearing from you work on your fascia before it stops working for you and when you neti pot hang over a little bit longer and let that water out before you try to you know what I mean. Thank you so much for being here. Kristy Lynn A Wall Zebra. Have a lovely day.